Welcome to the Customer Success Playbook Podcast post-game show, Kev, where we break down our latest episode, talk about our guests, the topics we covered, and give our insights on on the discussion. So we had Greg Dades on. Greg talked about 23 churn reasons in 2023. And he broke those churns out into early churn, mid-churn, and late churn. Kev, the one thing that jumped out to me is I think 70% of those churn reasons had to do with sales and marketing before the the client was even a customer, right? Yeah. It was the causes for the churn. What in that in that early churn stood out to you? That surprise you? Yeah, no, um, it doesn't surprise me, yeah. to be honest. A high percentage of early churn is caused by misfit for uh, the customer or not proper alignment with what your your tool or your service provides. Yeah. And so I think that was that, that's a big part of the reason. And I think, you know, Greg's research and data kind of shows definitively that if you don't get good fit, you end up with concerns with yeah. the customer. Yeah. Um, and what were your thoughts on that? I, I, I'm not surprised by it, right? We've all seen it, right? You, 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 you bring in clients, they're not ideal, you kind of square peg, round hole approach, they're, they're unhappy and they end up leaving. So I wasn't maybe super surprised that early, you know, early churn was the biggest contributor of churn. I think... 70%, I think, of the reasons that kind of jumped out to me a little bit, like it was such a high percent, like that right fit, yeah. given the free talk about the deep discounting, doing the, the free trials, all of that led into to all this churn. So that jumped out to me a little bit. You know, the one item he brought up, and he brought it up early, and he talked about it a few times, and, and again... Uh, you know, it was, and I know our friends in CX will, will maybe take issue to this, but it was, you know, customer satisfaction has no correlation on churn, right? And he talked about, you know, really, you know, MPS is good if you want to try to find areas of opportunity to prove like operationally. And yeah. it's, but if you want to, you know, there is no tie. He said about all the variables they've looked at in churn, MPS and customer sat is not one of them. So that, you know, it, I, I get it. And he really did a good job of explaining that. But a bit of a, you know, I don't know if you call it controversial, but I know there may be some a, a few different you know, perspectives on that. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely was a little surprised by that as well. I, 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 I could see a low correlation. I, I would have guessed maybe a, there's a yeah. lower correlation. But... When you start really thinking about it and why that is, and I think Greg did a good job of explaining this as well, is it's if you're looking at the M MPS, if you're looking at that, that's really your users, your day-to-day -day users, right, who might be having a bad day or have had an issue, and you're getting feedback from yeah. that. But when you're looking at what companies want to achieve, and when you're trying to accomplish your customer's goals. And, you know, recognizing that the goals of the people who sign the paperwork, right, and are the ones who and sign the check, yeah. <laughs> might be slightly different than the goal of the everyday user. And I think that's part of the reason we see that problem. Mm -hmm. Um, now the other the other thing there is if you're not achieving the corporate goals for why they bought the customers' corporate goals for why they bought your software, then ultimately you are going to see churn. Yeah. And what's more, if you've achieved those goals and you haven't figured out where your software helps them go and achieve the next goal, 
then you may see churn there too. So yeah. it's you know it does make sense, right? It's got very little to do with how happy they are with the service. And he told a great story. Remember that Apple story? I think it was Apple. We talked about that, him working with Apple, and they were super upset. And he, yeah. I think he actually said, like, <laughs> why don't you leave? And he's like, because you get us results, right? right. And that was the key word for me, yeah, like yeah. results. Get clients the results early. Keep getting them results. Let them know you've gotten them results. Or they, that software has got, you know, got, been able to achieve the results they wanted. And he had a quote that said, if you're not measuring customer results, you're flying blind, right? And I think yeah. that's so important. I think a lot of companies measure internal results or internal metrics, but you know, are they directly you know, related to the customer's end result? Is it making them successful? And, and we had James Scott on, he, he mentioned the same thing, right? So yep. a common theme here, you really need to be aligned with the customer and what, what makes them successful, not so much all the time yeah. what makes you successful. Yeah, right? and just since you referenced James, because I, you, at, right when you did it, I was having the same yeah. thought um, as you were leading into it, that James's mention of the help me score yeah, uh, or, or, or tool, which was, I think, also, you know, it, again, it's trying to help focus your organization uh, around the concept of, this is what we're trying to do for the customer. How do we help the customer achieve what they're what they're looking for um, by truly identifying those, and then working within the organizations? You can uh, again going back to the Sue episode. Mm -hmm. That's where you can start driving organizational alignment. Yeah. How do I see this goal that we're trying to achieve as an organization from all the way from sales through product into services? Um, yeah. How do you? How do we help the customer achieve that goal? That's right. It's a line. It's all that alignment around. Everyone focused on the end result for the customers, yeah. and, you, and everyone, the product marketing, everyone needs to know. You know what makes the customer successful, right? Yeah. And and it, and it's when you say it, like you're like, oh, of course, that's so it's so easy. Why don't all companies do this? But we know, you know, it's not. It's not always that easy for, uh, for sure. It takes a lot of. A lot of work and a lot of analysis and a lot of alignment to get get to that point. So I love the show. I, I, I thought that if you have audience, if you've not read the 23 trend reasons in 2023, Greg has an ebook online. Google it, find it. It is a super easy read. It's chock full of information. Check the notes in this video or the podcast and we'll have the link to it there. We'll have the link. Definitely, it's definitely worth a read. I, I breeze through it. I've actually referenced it a few times. Uh, if you like this episode, if you like all of our episodes, subscribe so you know when they're coming out. Uh, like, comment, that helps us uh, in, our, in our rankings. We want to get noticed. And reach out to us. Uh, reach out to at Roman Trebon on LinkedIn, at Kevin Metzger on LinkedIn. Uh, let us know what you think of the show. Let us know guests we should have on, topics to discuss, etc. Kevin, anything else for this post-game show? Yeah, and you also probably... Close to the time we've got this published, you can come to customersuccessplaybook.ai and find us there as well. New website. I'm excited website. for that. Hey, look at that. All right. Well, awesome. Well, uh, thanks, everyone. I really appreciate your time, and thanks for listening. Keep on playing.